but we'll start with the with the junior final lads. Um, Grange 213, Tinryland two points, and Stevie, it was uh, a force for the left wing back. We had live and exclusive commentary as well. Very impromptu, I must say. But um, I don't think we were expecting uh, a game as one-sided as that. Like I know, um, I don't feel too bad actually about tipping my snow because Tommy picked Tinryland and <laughs> he scored two points. So, <laughs> first blow, first blow in, Tom. Um, later on, I'm sure. But, I don't think anyone could have seen it in fairness. 213 for two points. It was just um, sublime, I suppose, from Grange. And Tinryland just didn't show up. Um, but Grange were 100% on it. And, and Stevie, I suppose, we we knew that that was in Grange. We all knew that was in Grange, lads. Do you know what I mean? But they produced it on the day when it mattered the most, didn't it, Stevie? Yeah, and I'd say the locking game the week before brought him on. I suppose like a racehorse brought him on. You know, they had been cruising the games up to that, the two games, and they got a over. Um, I said that that locking game, they looked at the scoreboard in the that look because was only two points in this lads. Um, you know, the the goal for three minutes with John Murphy, I think that had eight shots maybe before they kicked the wide, and yeah. the other end then Ken Ryland couldn't buy a score like you know free taking there was no there was never a gimme of a free in front of the goal to get the scoreboard taken over and there were frees out the second corner flag or you know there were just. Nothing to get him going at all, and you know, just John Murphy, county player. You know, we're looking at him for the last 10 15 years, and I said it at the time you'll get the county final, especially a rural club. They need their county men doing the work of probably three men, and the rest of them pulling in a shift as well. And by got like what he got 2 8, you know, he mm. you could say he's one man band, but like. He, he, actually, he actually yeah. scored 2 9. He actually scored 2 9. 2 9, yeah. Like that's... Well, no, you're right with 2 8, but there was a point he, he, he scored, was disallowed. But I was in line with it and it was, was, was between the posts. I don't know how the, the, the flag got wide. It was, it was a point. Right. That's phenomenal scoring any, any grade of football. Oh. And uh, so, no, we're looking I'm at him, really. taking for granted. But like, he. He broke tackles like the Shane O'Neill one, the first goal. He kind of, I don't know whether Shane was kind of blocked off. It wasn't a free, but the whole place opened up like, and he went straight down. Second goal, Parry Townsend, in fairness to him, done his best, but like he was giving away a amount of size and, 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 and just John flicked him away, uh, carried it in, gave it one two with Alan Fleming, ball in the back of the net, and that was the end of that. It was, it was probably over at that stage anyway. Yeah. John's motto is the shortest route to goal is a straight line, and on both yeah, it's lovely to see that. Yeah, just, it's just, Great to just see straight that. on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't, uh, especially he didn't move up. No, and he's free taking. Like he was kicking freeze. Oh, right. You might say there's two or three of them handy in the first half. They were thirty meters out, still to be kicked all the bar. We're all the black spot every time, and, and that was yeah. setting the tone for Tin Ryland. You know, and and I suppose Tin Ryland. For a second team too, they've had a tough, tough run to the final. Uh, you know, the through with Lock in the last day, the Lock game was forty-five minutes. Of that now was tough enough to beat. Um, who would beat the semi-final? Ballon. Mm, Twelve years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, probably you know that with a second team, they're probably looking. You know, they needed they needed a good start to go for three minutes. Not not John Murphy. For Grange to be scored, and uh, we're very impressed with Grange. We did, did look at the program after the Grange team, like there's a, a border on, on experience, or they're very, they're a very a bit like Kilbride, I suppose. They have you nearly know who to have, 
they're a regular standard 15, nearly over 18, any day. Uh, like John Murphy, where he's 33 or 4, but there's a lot of lads there have a lot of football played, but there's still a bit more in them, I'd say, looking at him last, last Saturday. There is look one. at Kieran Pender, Kieran Pender in at full forward. I mean, like, you know, they, they absolutely love him out, out in Grange. Like, you know, when he got the, got the point, like, the, the stand was roaring, like, you know. But yeah. isn't it great, though? Like, Kieran Pender, Alan Fleming was very unlucky not to get a goal. They hit the yeah. butt of the post and came back out, like, you know. But, I'll tell you what, Tom, oh, I'll jump across you. I'll, I'll play the highlights here and uh, uh, with the commentary, and then we, we'll do some analysis of it, all right? So let's just uh, yeah. roll this on here, as Blake Airborne had said. Gives it off to John Murphy. John Murphy's going in. It's very hard to take John Murphy down. Going again himself. Straight at the back of the net for John Murphy. Goal for Grange in the first three minutes. He's given the big long pass. Fleming has it. Will it? And it is not a goal. Looked like it was in, but bounced back out. Tin Ryland very well now to screw the ball back out. They're looking to go forward. Looking, looks like it could have been a free given, but he ref says play on. Has given the ball to Fleming, and John is looking for the goal, and it is in the back of the net again by John Murphy. Two goals from John Murphy already today. Uh, he's playing outstanding. Yeah, and again, look, it's uh, you know not unlike. Yeah, so there you have it. That's just a little flavour of the action, lads. But there's a couple of little things I'd like to highlight in that. Now, just with the Alan Fleming goal chance, that was a, an unbelievable move. That. Um, just in the highlight package, it didn't show where the move actually kind of started from, right? But they worked that the whole way up the field, and the ball ended up on the, the terrace side out on the left. And it was kind of one of those backdoor passes where remember Gannon gave one Tommy to Danny Moore and again Wexford a few years ago for the county. And he, very, right, yeah. he very, I thought it was yeah. a similar move to that because the pass in by uh, I think it was Paddy Hickey, uh, literally took out three or four defenders, as you can kind of see. And yeah. he was very unlucky not to put that away, but that was just one example of. Unbelievable movement uh, by the forwards, but great play as well by Grange in attack. Like I thought, even you know mixing it up uh, through the hands and uh, delivering a quick ball in. Um, I suppose if we look at it, it's a pity we don't have the wide angle view. But I felt there was an awful lot of space in front of both full forward lines on commentary. Um, now Tin Ryland at times couldn't get on the ball first of all, but when they did, couldn't get the head up to see the space inside. And I thought that was a big detriment to theirs. But Grange identified that there was space in there and hit it in early. And they made hay. Um, I just thought they were superb. But look, we'll we'll, we'll pull up the the highlights and we'll have you lads go through it if we can just grab it on the other side here. Um, all right, so here we go. So obviously this is John's goal, and like we kind of touched on it early, lads. I mean, this is this is really a tone setter, right? So he breaks the forty-five, and yes, there is space there, and that's kind of backing up what I was kind of saying. To you is, but he he goes for the juggler. He says, "I'm going to hit these early on," and Tommy, you said it. He goes straight down the pipe. And look, he has a quick look yeah. where the goal he is. Niall Barrett moves slightly yeah. to his right, and then Murphy tucks it down. Look at it now slowly. See, see Barrett just shifting, and Murphy got the head up? Yeah. And tucks it away. Like, that's pure class. This is the chance I was talking about. That was the pass that took out three or four defenders, and a shame, you know, that he didn't get to finish it off. Um, did everything right, in fairness. You know, went around and hit the post and just came back out, whatever. And the next chance here. So, just previously, like... And this is another thing, Stevie, we picked up on. Like, Parry Townsend spent an awful lot of time in defence. And he's a guy you don't want in the half-back line. You want him up around, you know, he wears 13, was playing corner forward, or supposed to play corner forward the other day. We know him as a kind of a playmaker. But he was spending most of the game in his half-back line. Well, John Murphy ships the tackle here, or shakes off the tackle. 
And he senses again that there's a goal coming here. And at this moment, lads, Tin Ireland have actually, you know, they've got a couple of points under their belt. They didn't score till the 37th minute and they got two points in the space of a minute. And they were starting to just, I won't say get a full hole, but they were getting possession. And then John senses a goal scoring opportunity again. And for me, like, this was obviously the game was near enough over as it was. That just put the nail in the coffin. There was no coming back from that. Game over, see you later, and Grange are the champions. Um, I don't know what you thought, lads, but I was just mesmerised by Grange. If you look at both of them clips for, for the goal, is, is what I've been talking about, you know, in a lot of games you see guys picking up a ball like that and they're gone to the side. They're going moving over to the side, they're moving side to side. He just went, he went at it. He took the guy on. You know, you take a guy on with a bit of pace, he can break that tackle, it creates havoc. You know, and on both occasions, that's what he done. He took the guy on. Now, he's physically a big, strong chap, and he's well able to take a hit if it comes from. But he rode the tackles very, very well, and, and then ended up finishing it off. Yeah, super stuff. Christy, what do you think of that one? Uh, I, I, I wasn't in at the game, unfortunately. It was the only one I missed this weekend. Um, but like looking at the clips, it's, it's gas. We're talking about coaching things in that last week. Like That'd be something that like some teams are passing lateral or whatever, but if teams work in unison and they go and they make defenders buy, you lads, it'll just, it will open up. There'll be space for other people. And I just, like, it's great to see, like, John knew there was space and he went for it. And the give and go as well, is just exceptional because three lads come out to get the ball, but it's just popped in behind and John knows what to do when he gets in that situation as well. It's brilliant calls. Yeah, super stuff indeed. Now, after the game, we did have a chat with uh, John Murphy and uh, Paddy Hickey. Uh, I think you're going to stay on the screen for this, lads, uh, and your microphones will be on, so uh, don't get me sued is all I'm saying. We're still here in the corner, all right? There we go. Nice said running to it. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, delighted to get the win, you know. Um, I suppose when we did get really ahead, we, we were disappointed, very disappointed. We felt we weren't at that standard, and last year... Um, Tullaby is on penalties here and uh, then this year then was all about getting getting back up and getting the runner results um, I suppose we started off two games again all Auckland and Airog and they were they were weaker um, but I thought we moved I know we put up big scores um, but we, we were playing well and then I suppose Lachlan Bridge nearly caught us and that was kind of our learning curve then and uh, trained well during the week and Lachlan Bridge game kind of focused the mind and got off to a good start then today and kind of rolled in then after that when you went for the juggler from the get-go, in fairness, three minutes in, you saw a little gap and you went for it, you got the goal, and sure, that was the catalyst that got things going, I suppose, and Thailand just weren't at the races today, but you hammered and hammered, and at the same time in the second half there, when you won that ball, Brian Townsend, I think, was dragging out, you sensed there was a goal on, and I think that just killed it off altogether, so there was a ruthless side to Grange today. Ah, there was, yeah, no, the key was for us to start well, um, and the goal kind of was crucial to that, so we knew that if we had a chance we were going to go for it. And uh, yeah, it opened up for me, and uh, thanks for the guy, by the way. But uh, yeah, it was all about a good start then and kind of keeping it going. And like, Ken Ryden got had the ball for the first few minutes and dropped on into the goalie's hands. And I think we went down the field and got the goal off. And you know, it's, it is small little things kind of makes it happen. And thankfully, it was on our side today. It's bad. Like, last year you were so close, and that, that game against Hull obviously was a, a big thing this year for you. And, and three years ago, you were nearly going senior. You're going to go up intermediate now, and based on that today, you're going to have a right cut at. Uh, yeah, well, she will see. You know, uh, age profile of team wouldn't be great. I think I'm the second youngest, and uh, the starting or starting six forwards, I'm the second youngest. So it's not a great age profile, right? And um, but yeah, she will see. Uh, keep trucking on anyway for another while. 
And apart from enjoying the next few days, a nice little crack at Leinster will be anticipated. I think you had the least champions. Is it least champions? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's for another couple of weeks anyway. So we'll, uh, we'll put the feet up now just so you can see how it goes. <laughs> Last word, just uh, the speech there was fairly memorable. Ah, yeah, no, Hickey, in fairness, though, no, be, uh, no, wouldn't be shy. So uh, ah, he was good now, yeah. Fair play to him. Well, John, your soldier long and hard and delighted for you. Enjoy the next few days and thanks for speaking to us. All right. No problem. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks very much. Yeah, an unbelievable servant. Uh, really, really happy for John. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Really happy for him. And uh, Paddy Hickey now, we'll hear from him as well, the captain. Paddy Hickey, congratulations. Grange captain, memorable speech. And uh, yeah, you enjoyed that one. Yeah, no, it was good now. Well, uh, in fairness, I thought after the semi final, it kind of gave us a good kick, kick where we wanted it uh, before, the, before the final, in fairness. But um, we, we were expecting a really tough game today with Tenrail, but. I think at the start of the game it really fell our way, you know. Um, they probably missed a few easy scores from that would have kept them within touch. And I don't know, maybe after 15 minutes and then getting to half time, probably we were just too far ahead and their heads kind of dropped. But uh, look, listen, Tenrail have got to the last two Junior A finals, so it's a credit to them. Like, and I'm sure they'll be back there again next year. The one thing we were saying there, we said to John Murphy, and we said it on the commentary, was he went for the juggler each time, like only three minutes in. That was a lovely move, and John finished it off. And again, in the second half, Tin Ryland were showing signs of maybe, like, I don't think they're going to test you at that point, but they were showing signs of getting back into it slightly. Yeah. Kicked a couple of points, right? And then John sensed there was a goal on again, and it was a lovely move, and that literally killed him off, like. So that ruthless streak I thought was there. Yeah, and in fairness, I thought that's what we were missing in the semi final, maybe, that we didn't take. The couple of goal chances that we that, that were on offer, you know, like we hit the crossbar, we maybe missed a few one-on-ones, and that's what we said today coming out. We said if we get a chance today, bury the goal. And in fairness, in the first half, I thought Alan could have had another goal, and but we were probably comfortable enough at that stage anyway. But no, I thought definitely uh, I'd agree with you there. The rootless streak, rootless streak was definitely there again. Yeah, that was actually a good move as well for Fleming's chance. It was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I thought we put together some very good moves today. Now, in fairness, I think everyone who was out there, we were all just. The preparation this week seemed to be really good. We had a really good training session Wednesday. Lads were hitting each other and there was a few lads uh, had a few words together. But that's what you want before a championship final, you know. And it's funny, before the start of the championship, we said, this Padroni fella, he's a soccer man. Jesse, he's a GM after today anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, and a few lads, he, he, I used to play for him with Powerful there back a few years ago too. And he was all soccer, soccer, soccer. He never he never wanted to talk about GA, but in fairness, we've, we've switched to we've switched allegiance to him now, in fairness, this year. <laughs> last two years. In fairness to him last year as well, he had great, he was there all year and he's had great interest. And he, he's there every, and especially actually, I bring back to when we played O'Loughlin in the first round. It was a torrential downpour, and he was out putting out cones. Well, no one, all of us were shivering in the in under the the stand, waiting to go out. And in fairness to him, his, his heart is in it, and it's been in it for the last two years. I'll double this up. One thing I'd always say about Grange is there's character, but there's characters as well. And I'd say, I tell you one thing: you would want to be leaking a whole lot on social media the next few days because there's some buckos in there, and you're going to have some party. I tell you, uh, there's been a, a talk about that now. There's a Snapchat ban tonight, and there'll be there'll be no video evidence of anything that goes on in Walsh's Cross today. <laughs> Oh man, well listen, enjoy it. I'm glad to see his back up. You're going to have a right quote at as well and a right quote at Lenser. The least champions, I think, in a few weeks' time. So, yeah, that'll, that'll be tasty. But we won't be thinking about that for the next few days. So enjoy those, alright? And thanks for speaking to us. Alright, Paddy? Kevin, thanks, thanks very much. There you go, Paddy Hickey, another, another character. Uh, played against Paddy the whole mm-hmm. long as well. I think he's a year younger than me and very good left foot, like, in order. So that, that was, that's the story of that, lads. Um, any, any last thoughts before we move on to the intermediate final? You happy enough? Are they still alive? <laughs> I think they're still out there today anyway and uh, who knows maybe they're tuning into his live somewhere out the uh, Killary direction but uh, yeah Jenny Mac uh, incredible and they'll have a right quote lens I think 
They'll have a right well done to them anyway. Yeah, great, great achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, so let's move on to the intermediate final. Uh, Aerog, 311, Navon, seven points. Um, yeah. Jenny, Navon was a great prediction for this. No, no. <laughs> Wait, I'll give you a stick, Tommy, about predicting Tin Ireland. But uh, look, t- to me, um, I don't think Navon really troubled Aerog in this game, which was disappointing on, on county final day. Um, like with 22 or 3 minutes gone, I think it was three points to one. And then when it was four points to one, Philip Smithers got black carded. And I felt in that five, six, seven minutes before half time, that's where Aerog really pushed on. Like I think they were dominating up before that, but they weren't really putting on the scoreboard because what was there maybe 20 minutes gone before Navon even got a point? But um, when Philip Smithers went, um, Mortaware and Shane Boogie, in my opinion, lowered the skies and Navon just couldn't get the hands on the ball really. And. Uh, yeah, from, from there on, even when Smithers came back on in the second half, Aero just controlled the game. And um, as we'll see from some of the post-match interviews, like I, I probably put a bit of doubts over the Chaps last week, right? Because I forced Adel Championship final. And it was the Chaps that led the way in the end, in my opinion. And um, I was so impressed with them. Really, really impressed with them. I thought Boogie in the middle of the field, absolutely powerful. And we have a couple of clips that he's involved in in a few minutes' time. Uh, McCarran's free taken. Uh, technique and how he executed everything there the other day was was brilliant. Crotty's finishing, um, Nolan down at the back, um, like you know these are kind of the, the chaps we're talking about. And then like Dean Hayden's been around a little bit longer, but he was so good at centre back as well. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I couldn't speak highly enough for them again. Um, so Chris, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I kind of said it last week that look out for the chaps because they're the ones that have the they know there's a, a big prize at the end of it waiting for them as well. And that's a call up to go battling with senior lads as well. And like like you said, Shane Boogie's immense lads. He's thick tough. He let down a lay down a few markers there, uh, on and off the ball. Um he just didn't give anybody an inch. Anybody that came there, he was he manned up big time. But then you put that thick toughness aside, he's matched it with skill. He has vision. He's just a great reader of the game. And that's kind of it's not too common these days. Um, Mark Bean, Adam Nolan, backline, top class. Uh, really good football. Zedman Kelly's loads of speed. Ben Crot, you said in forwards. McCarran, really good. Uh, has a little baby draw with them, with his, with his free taking. But then, like, I thought, like, it was great as well having Derek in the full forward line where the boys kind of, and even Derek, tricking as well, kind of kept eyes on him and eyes were taken off, Ben Crotty kind of, do you know, where mm-hmm. lads were looking inside at Derek rather than looking at the, the little lad in here that's can take on anything. Um, Dean Hayden, very unassuming, but by God, has he had a, a, some few weeks, boy. he's great, great at holding six. And then, as you said, like I just thought Marta was, was immense. Like it just, you don't see the long kickouts going into midfield too often in matches now where the other day it was long, long, long and Marta won 90% of it. Uh, no, I thought it was good. I thought it was actually a good, like, from an Euro point of view, they moved the ball well, they played kind of calmly, they knew when to inject the pace and then they were well able to manage the game as well. Like, there was never any panic buttons pressed or anything like that. So, a, a big performance Um and I said to you, Kev, there yesterday, a lot of them lads were not coming up. So this mm-hmm. means something to them now in a big way. So it'd be interesting to see what's around the corner for them. 
Yeah. Tommy, do you want to try your tokens worth or I play the highlights first? Yeah, play the highlights if you want to. Right. Okay. Well, our mics are off for this one. Back in again, the man we hit now is James Root. They're all trying to buy time. The man we did left half back. Hey, uh, Evan, Evan Kelly. Yeah, the brothers. Uh, their brothers, yeah. yeah. their brothers. Some ball he from Young Buggy. Ball and the come here, the low one on here, and it is off. Ben Crotty. Ben Crotty. <laughs> Who sent it in there, Andy? Uh, the man that Derek, said to him just happened to Derek catch Hayden. him. Derek Hayden, I think. Derek Hayden, it would take him, but he just happened to catch him running loose for that split second. Unstoppable. Uh, the co- keeper had no chance. The keeper had no 29 minutes gone there. Two minutes of added time. Two minutes of added time. 1-6 for Aero. The full field is being played anyway. That's oh, full, uh, yeah. Aero on the attack again. There could be danger here for the Navon men. There has to be his duck. The man with Ben Ben Crotty. Ben Crotty with his second goal. Ben Crotty with his second goal. That came from nothing there. Uh, but look, there a few minutes ago that could have been in Avon, a goal for Navon. Tommy, it's almost uh, impossible. Yeah, like uh, when they come in, uh, your body reacts and you loosen the grip on the ball. Yeah. yeah. And that's the icing on the cake for the era of men as. Adam McCann scored the goal there, and he has scored one six, and that has just uh, on that. Uh, yeah, uh, Shane Boogie, who put in the, the first ball there, and uh, Tommy or Andy said, uh, Derry Kane, uh, the boys are around the same edge, aren't they? I want to joking. Um, I want about, about Derek and, and Shane now, sarcastically, just in case anyone thinks I want about Tommy and Andy. Uh, I have great time for Tommy and Andy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a Super Bowl in, in fairness. Um, so I, I want to actually kind of highlight that if if that's okay. So I'll bring it back up here again. Um, like there's a couple of things going on here which we, we should highlight. Like the pass is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, but the movement from Ben Crotty as well, you barely catch it now in the top left-hand corner. I'll pause it slightly. See him here? I'll hover the mouse over it. I don't know if you can see the mouse or not, but just top left, this is where he is, yeah. right? Boogie just stops for a moment, and then Crotty sees the gap in behind. But that's precision passing as well. And uh, what a finish. Yeah. Do you know what's with the finish? Go on, what's with the finish? A very, very little backlift on his. He just made sure he was getting contact. He didn't. He didn't pull back his foot up to his arse to kick it. He just put his foot. You know, he, he placed it. Yeah. yeah, but he's playing with his head up, lads. He's playing with his head up, and his mm-hmm. his vision, his vision is is, is is something else, like you know. And this but is Tommy, what we talked about in the previous. Sorry, you were talking about this in the previous clips, like you know about you know when a guy gets a ball, he automatically looking. To go to the side or pass it sideways, and that. Young Boogie had his head up. When he got onto the ball, he was playing with his head up. He he had the vision to see see uh, Crotty moving inside and placed a perfect ball into his running path. That he just went one hop and it was into his into his uh, hands, and he just finished it superbly. And I'm very impressed with, with Crotty in the last couple of games. He he's uh, he remind me of Muckle Keaton, like you know, when he gets an opportunity, he'll finish it. You know. Tommy, just with that clip, what, what I see is two young, two lads that know each other inside out. And mm-hmm. like, Boogie knew if he was going to land that pass, that Ben had committed to the run. That's why Boogie was able to give the pass, because he trusted that Ben was moving into that space. 
and that's yeah. where they had to land it. Like, I, Jesus, it was brilliant. That it was outstanding. That's, that's, something, that's something comes from the field as well. As like, we, we, again, we spoke about, like, you know, how many times have we over over the last couple of weeks we've seen forwards uh, making runs inside but not getting the ball. You know, I mean, outside, you know, you, if you get your head up, you know, always have your head up and scan the inside. And if, 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 the, if, if the player is making a move for you, give him the ball. Put it into him, right? If I, you lose it in there, you're still, you're still have your shape, you know? Um, I want to just... Tommy, I want to get your thoughts on this, and Christy as well. Like having, you know, you're you're doing a good bit of coaching. The position of the Arog forwards here as well, right? So, a lot of them are are obviously playing a good bit away from goal. Is this a deliberate ploy to check back in on the run? Like, is this something that would they would have worked on, right? So, if you look at here, look at all that space. Like, generally, you'll have someone literally sitting in here in front of the goalkeeper, but everyone is outside the D at this point, which makes that yeah. space inside. I will. will no, roll but if you look at where Derek is, yeah. Right? Look, look where Derek is. I'll just bring it back here and hopefully it moves in, in the correct motion. But this seems to me like a very good dummy run by Derek Hayden on the right-hand side. See, he's making that space. He's supposed to be full forward. And now it's open. See? Yes. But, Kevin, the thing is, you know, I, I often spoke to, to guys playing in the forwards. Like, you might open up the front of the, front of the goal for yourself. Don't, don't, don't be positioning yourself in, in front of the goalkeeper where you're making a straight-line run out to collect the ball. Which you have to turn and come back, whereas what young Crotty done or Derek done was he emptied out the full forward, full forward or the full back with him. He let he let Crotty over in the, in the far corner. So when the ball came in, Crotty was picking the ball up, heading towards the goal. He didn't have to twist or turn. He he, he got into his running path and he just finished it off. And that's that's a sign of a very good forward, like you know that that can that can leave that space open for himself. That. Once the ball has popped in there, he, he's not twisting and turning and having the lad swinging over, uh, over his back. He's in the running path straight away and he's into the goal. You know what? That's something that has to be coached in the field. Like, you know what I mean? Many times we see guys coming out from the goal and they come out and they stay coming out and they're out of the score zone when they collect the ball. He's in the score zone. He only had to take one touch of that ball and it was in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just perfect. You know, that's textbook stuff. So the, the mad thing about him as well is that like, he would have spent a lot of time as a defender and a midfielder. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's been forward kind of way up along. He's, he's versatile, this chap, like, in fairness. And he's made it look like he's, he's only played that's, a forward. And what, that's the mad thing. Yeah, but that's the, modern, that's the modern game now. Like, I mean, you, you, have to be, you have to be able to adopt your game. You have to be able to change your game. Like, you know, I go back to, to Benny Cavanagh. I remember we had Benny Cavanagh in the early days. Benny was, was, uh, was a forward. He was forward, like, you know, and uh, I remember him coming to me in Toro one time, like, you know, he was struggling to, to, to get into the team, and we just said to about, about about playing in the backs. Playing the backs for a while and see, see how, you, how you get on there, like, you know. So it's about adapting, being able to adapt your, 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 and switch your game, you know. Don't don't closet yourself off and money a corner back, or I can only play a corner forward. No, play every position, you know, and, and fair play to young Crotty. He's yeah. a great finisher. Yeah. Equally with this boogie chap, like, you know, I would say a centre-back by trade, yeah. Um, I would yeah. say a natural centre-back by trade. Uh, but, you know, has deputised in the absence of Kyle Bourne. And this this point is just so good. Look at this. Little dummy, little shimmy, regains control, and off the left end, pops it. 
Yeah, but isn't it, isn't it lovely though, Kevin? This is, again, this is what, isn't it nice to see a, a young lad like that a lot, being allowed to express himself, to show his ability, to show his skill, you know? And I would encourage that. That's what I would love to see in guys. That not, being, not be afraid to have a go. Or if you make a mistake, so what? Next ball. Get to the next ball. And that's... that's uh, that's what I want to say. That's what I like to see in, in, in players. Not being afraid to express yourself, to have a go. And I spoke about this uh, in the previous clips, about if you're picking up a guy, you need to know what's in him. And the only way you need, you know what's in him is by taking him on. But if you don't take a guy on, you're never going to know what's in him. So in fairness to, to, uh, to Bogey, in fairness to Cry, in fairness to McCarran and all these guys, they're not afraid to take you on. Yeah, I have so, to agree. Yeah, and um, yeah, just another asset to McCarran's game. Like McCarran scored a one-one from play, uh, but he's free taken. I want to just highlight this, um, just the technique. Like, and and again, how calm the chap is. You know, he he was flawless the whole day. And this is not really suitable for a left foot free taker, as such. Like, you know, just nice and easy strokes over the bar. Um, and I know you lads have been talking about the, these chaps for the last number of weeks, and you see them because they're from their club. But for me, that was my first time seeing a lot of them in. The adult ranks would have saw them underage yeah. and stuff, but I can't believe the maturity in their play and um, fair play to them, you know. So, um, we'll get some post match audio, lads. Uh, again, your microphones will be on for these, it's just the way we're sharing. There's different ways of sharing on this yoke. Uh, we'll hear from Mortal Ware here first. Uh, I'll start, I'll start off with two things. Number one, there was some gobshite in the podcast that uh, predicted Michael. And number two, it was me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have been there any, of course. But listen, uh, all joking aside, well done. A great win. A super performance, lad. That, that's coming from us all year, Kevin. We, we really didn't show what we were about in the group games. We won the league here, and after that, we kind of made it hard for ourselves. We lost our first two games, only by a point and two points. We got it together against Clamore. Struggled over Tullow, but got there. And from last week on, second half, we really kicked on, so... It's a great group of lads, great young lads. The future is looking very good for Airlock. Yeah, and even on the pod during the week, we were talking about maybe how big this was for the young lads. And they nearly led the line in, in the end when you look at it. Like. We're looking at them all year. We're, we're getting the ball, we're giving it to them, and they're, they're doing the rest. You see the goals that went in there at the end. The boys carrying ball up the field. They've been immense all year, and they'll all go on to senior, most of them at least, and fucking carry on from there. Well, we and FM on the podcast, we're, we're, we're liberal enough. But in general, it's mad how the championship worked. You were a kick of all the way from maybe relegation, and now you're, you're intermediate champions just like that. When it's left, we were, we were junior A next year, and Clamore were topping the group. And very hard on them to go down like that, considering they were a very good team. The group we're in was very strong. And look, ourselves we might end up in the final. One of us had to win it, and thank God it was us. Well, listen, Blake, if you on a personal level, you were on a fair journey yourself. You were away for a while, you were, you were back and then and back again. And uh, what, What's the story? How long are you back and what's the story? And, and are you staying back? Staying back, staying back. Back since during the summer there now, a bit of senior, a bit of intermediate. Hopefully have a senior semi-final to prepare for next week. So look, it's all go, it's all go. Isn't he? Well, listen, enjoy the celebrations, Mark. Great to have a chat with you, all right? Cheers. Worth there. Now, uh, James Root next, lads. See a very pro captain and a great speech. Yeah, no, thanks very much. Yeah, no, delighted. As I said, it was a long time coming. It was 14 years since I was part of the panel there 14 years ago, and I played every year since, I think, in really football game. And I finally liked that one. So, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, I'd say you would have coached a good few of those chaps that you won a championship with there tonight, would you, at different stages, maybe? 
once or twice, yeah, over the years, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm involved in minors now. Um, I took them over under 14, so I'm kind of with that group for the last four or five years. But so one or, once or twice with the other lads. So, but um, no, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. And a nice little transition. You said 14 years trying to win one. It was very much soccer before that because you were in goal on a great new walk team with the likes of Nate Hogan and the boys. And I used to go out to them games with Figgy and stuff. So look, football hasn't treated you too badly since. You've got a few medals racked up. I know you're saying this is the first one here or whatever. We're on senior panels as well, and sure, hasn't worked out too bad, has it, Jimmy? No, especially last was senior for the last five years, sure, or four years that we're after going very well and the Leinster campaign's been fantastic and to be a part of that is a huge experience I suppose. But being involved is the main thing I suppose and I get great try out of these lads because as I said, being an intermediate team you'd be flying at one stage, next thing you lose your one or two of your main players and then you're kind of you're in the semi final, then you're missing for a final or whatever. So it is tough. So delighted for the lads that have been here and we got there eventually. So fantastic. As I was saying to Morta there, small margins like you're kicking a ball from being relegated, now you're champions. 100% yeah and the last couple of games we've been kicking the ball in as well like so we're very lucky like so and that's football for you and that's why we love it so much because it's so unexpected and you don't know what's going to happen next so it's been brilliant and a big lift for the seniors now no doubt yeah it will be now in fairness because they're after giving a lot of commitment in fairness to us by just having a panel of 19 players at the moment and so train with them Tuesday night and they only had 17 there like so now it's fantastic they can take good one from this team and they're in brilliant performance there from Shane Boogie and Crotty and McCarran and all those lads now put their hand forward now as well to go forward and hopefully give Carlo a win and then take it from there and see what happens hopefully Enjoy the victory, James, and thanks for talking to us, all right? That's the captain, James Roos. Uh, next up, uh, Mr. Ben Croy. Ben Croy, I don't know if you're old enough to remember a wrestler called Scotty Too Hotty, but I think it's Crotty Too Hotty here tonight. I think it was 2-1 or 2-2 in the end. You must be delighted. So, so I'm delighted now again, especially 2-2 here, and uh, first ever medal for Aerog. Been what, playing with them for the last 12, 13 years, and a couple of finals, and it's the only final I've actually ever won. I'm absolutely delighted now, especially with this group of lads now. It's such a good group of lads who've been thriving through, ever, even with the start of the season, with a couple of losses. Still power back through to win this championship now today. It's an unbelievable feeling now, I must say. What were them boys in the podcast saying about them young lads on a big day? And uh, I think they reacted fairly all right. You, a couple of goals, McCarran got a goal as well. And what sort of shit did we talk in that podcast at all? I don't know. I wouldn't be listening to any of that now. <laughs> don't listen to any criticism. Only the good stuff that I listen to nowadays. Listen, uh, we'll be full of the good stuff now on the night because that was a serious performance. All, all joking aside, like, and you blew them away in fairness. And sure, I'm sure you're buzzing. Oh, I'm absolutely buzzing now. Can't wait to get back to the club now and really celebrate. Can't, absolutely buzzing. Speechless nearly. Good stuff. You did your talking on the field. Congratulations, Ben, and we'll chat to you again. All right, enjoy the celebrations. Good man, Crotty do hotty. And last but not least, Mr. Simon Ray. Slash mentor with this Airhawk Intermediate team and champions. Um, maybe unexpectedly a few weeks back, nearly relegated, and now all of a sudden you hit form at the right time and you went on and won it. You must be thrilled, lad. Oh, delighted, delighted for the younger lads, really, Kevin. That's been honest with you. I came on board with them just at the end of the league, or after winning the league, and uh, starting into a championship campaign. And to be fair, our first two games. We could have won, but we lost by the minimum. And, and one of them was against Michel out, out in Fenna. We conceded three goals early against them. And uh, we got back to level. And then they kicked on and won the game. And then we had a tussle with Clamore out in Tullow. But I think that was the crowning of the younger lads. Uh, they really stepped up that day. The pressure was on. If we lost, we were relegated. But ever since that game, things have just clicked. And uh, 
they've been an absolute pleasure to work with, Joy, with, with Kevin and Anthony and Burr, and uh, they've bought into everything that we've said. And uh, I think it showed, it, particularly in the last two games, the Fenner game and tonight, I think some of the, some of the movement, some of the forward play, quick hands, uh, really showed. Um, but I'm, I'm overall delighted for, for, because this is what Aerog's about, promoting young lads, and I think there could have been maybe 10 under 20s out there tonight. So it's fantastic for, for the future uh, of the club. And they stood up as well, like, I mean, that's what we were saying. How are they going to react on a big adult championship final day, which was the first for a lot of them out there. McCarran got a bag of scores, you know, scored a goal from play and scored a point from play and a hip of freeze. Beautiful, sweet striker of a ball, actually, I have to say. Something similar to yourself. And um, Crotty has scored a couple of goals. Uh, Bookie, I thought, was powerful. All them, all them boys stood up, like, and it was great to see, in fairness, especially on a big day when, when maybe there was question marks of them. Yeah, and, and I thought, actually, some of them tonight were a little bit more common than some of the senior lads. We, we were a little bit forceful earlier on, uh, trying trying to kick long ball when it wasn't on, whereas we were better keeping it through the hands because Michel had a couple of men back. But uh, Boogie, you, you single out those lads, like Boogie McCarran, Mark Bean, uh, corner back. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Their decision making, uh, just their presence of mind when they're on the ball, doing the right thing with the ball, spatial awareness. Uh, but it, look, it bodes well for the club. I, I, like, I've no doubt in my mind, if any of them lads want to step up to senior, they're well capable of doing it and applying themselves um, because obviously Rogue in the next couple of years will go through transition there's a lot of lads getting to the far side now and uh, this is what it's about this, these six or seven games that they're after playing will crown them going forward into the senior championship um, but some of the intermediate games in my eyes I've been at a lot of games this year Kevin some of the intermediate games have been way better than, than the senior I think some of the senior games have been poor uh, they've been much much better contested in the intermediate championship that's just my own opinion um, and that's why we've come through them tough battles last week against Fenner we weren't fancy to come through it uh, and again tonight probably people tipping Avon and uh, we've come through it uh, so it, it's, it's great for them boys If it is to be your last final on the field to play I say congratulations um, I don't know if it will be or not uh, what your intentions are but you've put in some service there Simon yeah, well, I, I, listen, I had no intentions really at the start of the year. Uh, I was obviously, uh, after getting sick and I had COVID and, and uh, I was wiped, uh, that's been honest with you. And uh, then to just get back, I was playing a little bit of over 35 soccer, uh, the foreign game, and actually got my fitness up through that. And Kevin rang me, keep in contact with me. And then I said, look, I'll give it a dig out from a coaching side of things as well. I'm more than happy to do that. And I said, if you need to use me as a player, my services are there. And uh, that's just the way it panned out. I'm listening, to be honest with you. I got 10, 15 minutes last week and the same again tonight and to be honest I'm chuffed uh, I wasn't expecting it uh, but like look as I said uh, I'll see as long as the body allows me uh, to do whatever you know and uh, we, we have a newborn on the way as well coming now in, in, in January so that might curtail a lot of stuff you know saying to you so uh, Tracy will decide what I do next year <laughs> well, listen congratulations on that um, you're like Gianluca Viali you look like a Moselle <laughs> well listen in all seriousness well done and, and thanks for having a chat with us alright and enjoy the celebrations no bother thanks very much Kevin Thanks, mate. There you are. Great guy, Simon Ray. Mm. Um, we heard from Ben Croy, we heard from James Root, uh, more to wear as well. So, um, any thoughts on the, the post match, lads? Are any comments there you'd like to make? Well, look, we, we, we should really pay a bit of attention to Nave Owen. Like, some of their, the lads, Andy O'Brien, Andy O'Brien, the, you know, the Adam Kenny in the middle of the field for them, like, you know, tried, tried his heart out. Uh, Rev Smithers, Keith Hogan, and, and John Michael. Uh, you know, they, they, them boys tried their heart out for Michael. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it was a big deal for them to get to an intermediate final. And uh, look, they get, 
they didn't set out there to, to, to play that way or, or you know to, things just didn't happen for them on the, on the day like you know but they just they gave their best of it like you know and, and unfortunately they come up again a very very good uh, aero intermediate team you know so yeah I thought, um, I thought Michael Cavanaugh was good he had a very good hustle with Derek Hayden as well like Michael yes. Cavanaugh's only yeah. Just yeah. Michael Cavanaugh for, for a minor for 21 or two, maybe 23 yeah. at most, and Derry yeah. Hayden's around a long time. And that was, you know, um, I thought he did quite well in him, in fairness, the amount of his experience that he was up against. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, just, just one of those days. So.